0: After five weeks of campaigning throughout a pandemic, a 36-day federal election campaign that cost six hundred million dollars, it's all finally come to an end. Hello, and welcome to the rundown. I'm Kiersey Stanford. This election was astonishingly ill-timed. The results reveal a clear repudiation from Canadians on Justin Trudeau's power grab for a majority. We hold our governments accountable for playing politics and triggering a snap election for purely partisan purposes in this country. Still, not one party accomplished anything that they had set out to achieve in this election. Not the one and before we get into this election let me ask if you're aware of how canada's newly re-elected third term prime minister has spent this country's first day of truth and reconciliation vacationing with his family in tofino that's right leaders of the first nation in kamloops british columbia had sent two invitations to trudeau to join the metro ceremony but instead He flew right over Kamloops and landed in Tofino a couple hundred kilometers away, where he and his wife were seen dressed in black and walking hand-in-hand on the beach. Couldn't even be bothered to put on an orange shirt. After all, this isn't a holiday. It's a national day of reflection and remembrance for all those children who attended Canada's institutions of assimilation and genocide. This is our collective history and by refusing to spend this day, not the night before, virtue signaling, giving a presser at a ceremony in Ottawa, 32 First Nation communities are still without access to clean, safe drinking water. He walks on a beach. Kids and adults who are vaccinated are wearing orange shirts and attending ceremonies throughout the nation. And the Prime minister and his wife, are wearing black on a vacation, secluded on a beach. Trudeau hasn't learned. And get this, originally, his public itinerary originally stated that um, he would be attending public meetings in Ottawa. When the media broke this story, the Prime Minister's office updated his itinerary to reflect his vacation instead. The arrogance of this prime minister is appalling. His actions speak louder than words, but then again, they always have. We'll be right back after this short message. If you or anyone you know needs support, reach out to the National Residential School Crisis Line at 1-866-925-4419. To reach the kids' helpline, text CONNECT to 686 Fresh into the campaign, it looked on promising that the Liberals' gamble in calling a snap election would deliver them with a the majority. Still, disgruntled Canadians voiced their disgust. In the election, and it was apparent early on with conservatives tightening in the polls that Trudeau would have to fight hard to retain power. On voting night, when the ballots were counted, they held on to power despite coming up short in their bid to win a majority. I see Canadians standing together, together in your determination to end this pandemic, together for real climate action for $10 a day childcare, for homes that are in reach for middle-class families, for our shared journey on the path of reconciliation. As Canadians, you've elected parliamentarians to deliver on all this, and our team, our government is ready. The Conservatives started the night with some gains in Atlanta, Canada, yet they failed to break through nationally. Despite the near dead race among two leading parties in opinion polling, the Conservative Party of Canada came up short in its quest to expand its big blue tent and oust the now three-term Liberal Prime Minister. For the election Justin Trudeau wants in another 18 months, we will take stock of what worked and what didn't. And we will continue to put in the time showing more Canadians that they are welcome in the Conservative Party of Canada. They are headed back to Ottawa with the equivalent number of seats they held before the election. They did win the popular vote for the second consecutive election with 33% of the vote, but with our electoral system The popular vote doesn't even matter, not if it doesn't translate to additional seats. This election, it could have been an easy win for Conservatives. Some Conservative circles actually deem possible um, that it may even be more effortless than in 2019 for Andrew Shearer. So, what went wrong? They submitted, policy-wise, a far more centrist platform than I was envisioning, I think it's spending outpaced Liberals, which perhaps was not the best approach. If you're contesting Liberals' deficit spending and advice, um, and your advice is fiscal responsibility. Look, Conservatives' narrative of economic management and fiscal responsibility it was squandered in O'Toole's rebranding of Conservatives 2.0. The CPC never actually had a plausible argument to vote for them. Besides, I think O'Toole's resistance to requiring his candidates be vaccinated during a pandemic election, I think that hurt the Conservatives. As I said, this should have been an easy win for them. They were leading in the national polls. I will say O'Toole did an excellent job at masking his disappointment on election night. Um... He has had to fend off the PPC while striving to sway his party closer to the center. The election could not have been an effortless ride. I'm also not a fan of Harper and I don't like Sheer by any means. So, of course, I'd like to see O'Toole remain as party leader. Um, it'll be interesting to see if the CPC can continue swapping out leaders because... I don't think what they're doing now with a leadership review after every election is a winning strategy. Still, I'm sure my Conservative friends would argue to that point, neither is O'Toole's centrist agenda. My party did know better. Despite spending $24 million on this campaign, the NDP was shot out of Atlantic Canada, losing the one seat we had and barred out of the largest city in the country. I was agitated with the election results. I was. I would think that many New Democrats on election night were not pleased. We've lost seats in the last two elections and gained one seat in this election. We've received some 3 million votes, roughly 17% of the vote. And I want to let Canadians know that you can count on New Democrats to continue fighting for you. As we fought for you in the pandemic when times are difficult, when people were struggling, when people were worried about their future, we were there for you. We fought to make sure people got more help. We fought to increase the CERB, we fought to increase the wage subsidy, we saved millions of jobs, and we helped millions of Canadians stay at home. We are going to continue fighting for you. Just the same way we fought for you in the pandemic, you can count on us to continue those fights. There are 32 seats in Atlanta, Canada, 24 of those seats are held by Liberals, and the Conservative Party of Canada now has 8. Our strategy failed. Why? The NDP spent nearly half of their campaign budget on advertisements, social media, and online. Some New Democrats are asking for accountability because they believe they lack the resources and training at the riding level to get the vote out. Me, personally, I would have preferred to see Singh spending more time talking about his plan instead of attacking Trudeau's record. NDP has had a solid start from the get-go, but our support really started to slip in the last two weeks of the campaign. Whenever new democrats win over 20% of the vote nationally, the Liberals can succeed. And it's honestly so baffling to me that with the downfall right now of the Green Party, we were incapable of capitalizing on that and adding additional seats to our account. As a social democrat and a fan of Jagmeet Singh, I have to confess, my rock-hard solid support, it's been chipped. I'm over the cringe-worthy, rapid hand gesture, TikTok videos. Look, I honestly am. I applaud them for reaching out to younger voters. I really do. But that, stra- that strategy, it's just not working. It will not produce seats large enough to form a government or a caucus even big enough to develop the official opposition. We are not even third. At the end of the day in politics, if you're not winning, you're losing. Things like ability, it's... Just not enough for the Canadian electorate to vote for NDP. It's a loss, not just for me as a leader and not just for New Democrats as a team, but it's a loss for Canada, some of these really incredible candidates that would have really made a big difference. No question about it that I think the NDP is capable of providing a real alternative to Canadians. We are living in a time to make a compelling preliminary case for socialism. But the idea of social democracy has never been shared by the majority of the voters in North America. Many view it as a radical political ideology, a claim echoed by right-wing politicians and the conservative media echo chambers. In Canada and the United States, most of the electorate has been committed to the conservative liberal philosophy. And I'm willing to bet that A large majority of the people, what they know about socialism is only that they don't like it. They have a deep fear of any minor turn to the principles of social democracy, nervous that it would lead to instability and radical changes. Now, a major complaint about the NDP is we are too ambitious. All we want to do is spend our platform on higher taxes for the middle class. You know, bullshit arguments like that. Which, by the way, the argument is so categorically false. You cannot have high taxes under socialism. Because under socialism, everybody pays the same. Now, do I think Jagmeet Singh should be replaced as the leader of the NDP? No. No. No, I do not. And I say that because it took Jack Layton several years to form the official opposition. Singh was considered the most popular party leader throughout the election cycle. Canadians are now getting to know Jagmeet, they're becoming familiar with him, and that's essential. Mm -hmm. For this reason, I think it's vital to maintain consistency and not switch party leaders allow Singh to have another crack at it. And if the results come in, in the next election, um, if it's the same number of seats as now, or there's carving out of the party's base, then have those conversations. But at that time, not right now, similar to the conservatives, I caution either party on being too swift to replace the leader. Now, That's obviously an entirely different scenario with Enemy Paul. Stick around, because I'll discuss the Greens and and the PPC right after this. And I think of all the people who came before us, the millions of men and women who believed so passionately in a more fair society and they refused to give up. Often in the face of overwhelming odds, we stand on the shoulders of these giants. Your voices have been heard tonight. Justin Trudeau is back face to face with angry protesters. You, oh, These people certainly won't be voting Liberal.